This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 15. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and today's chat is with Ryan Hilpish. We're talking about the early years of motherhood, Ryan's own experience with pregnancy and being a young mom, and discovering the importance of community, which led her to start a mama's group online that allows hundreds of young moms to share life together. Friends, mamas of all ages, I think you're going to love this episode. Thanks for listening in. Here's my chat with Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I am so excited to chat with you, and I thought we could just jump right in and you could tell me a little bit about you and about your family. So my name is Ryan, and I am 23 years old. I've been married to Peter for two years now, um, and we have a one-year-old, Zelly. She is our honeymoon baby, (laughs) and... (laughs) And um, I'm expecting our baby boy in November. Um, yeah, I'm currently at home. Um, my husband is an engineer, um, but right now he is doing tech support for this, I don't know, computer company. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Awesome. Great. Yeah. So I, um, I'm excited to chat with you because I think a lot of women are probably maybe have been in the same boat that you were in and that I was in as well with uh, getting pregnant right away (laughs) early on in our marriage, Mm -hmm. marriages. So um, (laughs) I would love to hear a little bit about uh, what that was like for you. Was uh, your pregnancy, your first pregnancy, what you expected? Well, okay. So Peter and I got married the summer before our senior year of college. I know not a lot of people do that. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. And so, gosh, um, I read up on all kinds of NFP things during our marriage prep, and I was taking temperatures, and I couldn't really find, like, a pattern at all that much. I could see, like, a small one, but there wasn't anything extremely obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, And it turns out, either way... um, our my like peak day was actually on our wedding day of course um and um yeah but one of the things that I read very consistently was that um the average amount of time it takes for someone who's trying to conceive a baby is a year wow um so I just felt pretty confident that the Lord would bless us with an with a child when he wanted us to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I know a lot of NFP people will say um, trying to conceive, trying to avoid, or trying to whatever. So um, I would say we were more on the whatever side, but still okay. kind of avoiding. Um, and my mom had really easy pregnancies, so I just figured that it would be fine for me too, even if we did conceive right away. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so, um, so NFP. So I think most of the people listening have probably heard the term before, but um, yeah. it stands for natural family planning. Yeah. So um, just using your like biological markers, whether that be like temperature or cervical mucus. Hopefully that doesn't get people queasy that I say that, but, um, or other biological signs to be able to tell when you're fertile or not. And, um, so there's different methods of it. And so it sounds like for you guys, you were using like a, um, like a symptothermal kind of method or something similar. Okay, great. That's the one our parish or not our parish, our diocese was doing. Okay. Um, after we had Zelly, then we switched to cervical mucus. Okay. Um, and our next baby, after this one's born, we're actually switching to measuring my hormones. It's called the Marquette method. Oh, yes. I've heard of that. And, and you literally pee on a stick every day. Um, <laughs> and it tells you low, high, or peak. So, um, yeah. So That's awesome. That. That's I've yeah. heard it's like... Um, 
especially helpful for people who are postpartum Mm -hmm. um, because after you have a baby, your signs can be kind of like crazy all over the place. (laughs) So I've heard Marquette's like a good, uh, like conservative um, way to do it, if especially during that time, if you're kind of struggling with that. Yeah, Um, we were doing cervical mucus after Zelly and I just had like some of the same things every day and again nothing was very obvious and so this is actually how our little boy uh showed up (laughs) oh so So how old was Zelly then when you got pregnant with your your son I think she was nine months okay yeah Yeah. oh my goodness she'll be 18 months 19 months when this one comes so they're close together not like super duper close but yeah they're definitely close together yeah oh my gosh that's gonna be so fun growing up to have a sibling close in age like that (laughs) I think that's gonna be great um okay so going back you said so you got engaged your senior year right before your senior year or you got married right before your senior right before our senior year okay so then you got pregnant your senior year of college yeah okay that's crazy. So <laughs> what was that like for you? Because you were still in school and taking yeah. classes. So I, um, Peter and I were doing, um, we were going to the gym in the mornings together and we were doing a yoga class and um, it this was like the Monday before classes started and I felt terrible. I felt super faint and like I was going to throw up. And I was like, did I not eat enough breakfast? And I woke up early to go to this early morning class. So I figured I just wasn't feeling well from that. And so I stepped out of the studio and went down to the bathroom. And it was a really nice bathroom. They had couches. So I sat on the couch. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to throw up. And so I went into the bathroom. And indeed, I threw up. And then there was another girl in this locker room. And she was like, you're totally pregnant. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what? Had you not um, considered that as an option? When I I did know that I was pregnant. I actually took the test the day before. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. So cuz I was a week late on my period and so I I took the test and we looked together and found out and very excited and hugged and we weren't honestly we weren't worried. Mm-hmm. Um went to yoga. <laughs> threw up and yeah and that's where it all started so then classes started on Wednesday I went to my first class it was a theology class and I had to leave and throw up again oh my gosh yeah so yeah and that's where um my big pregnancy journey started because I was so sick during Mm. all of it And did you, because I know a lot of people say, like, when you get to a certain point, oh, it's going to get better (laughs) once you're in second trimester. But for you, it was pretty consistent, the whole pregnancy. Is that right? I threw up in the first trimester, like, 10 times at least every day. Oh, my goodness. Second trimester, I think it was more like 20 weeks. I think second trimester starts at like 15 weeks or something like that. And it wasn't until 20 weeks where it was only only a couple times a day. Oh my goodness. Um, and then third trimester, it was um, a few times a day. And even in labor, I was throwing up. Wow. And yeah. And another symptom I had that not a lot of people get is I just had these horrible migraines the whole time like they never went away it was like an eight months long headache wow I would get faint extremely easily so I was actually basically on a modified bed rest I was just about to ask yeah okay so on a modified bed rest meaning you were just at home um and you really pretty much just had to stay in bed most of most of the pregnancy I really did, yeah. So wow. my second trimester, I was well enough to take one class. Okay. Um, and then, but otherwise, first trimester, I was down for the count. I was going to the hospital regularly. I was having nurses come and give me IV bags in our home. And, wow. Um, I It was really crazy. 
um, and third trimester, I was more active. By active, I mean I was able to usually get up and walk a little bit more okay. each day. Um, but yeah, first trimester, I we Peter and I both say that I basically died. Oh my gosh. So um, do they have any idea, you know, was it something in particular that caused you to just be sick the whole time and to have these migraines or this is just something that happens to some people in pregnancy? Do you Um, know? The doctors say that it just kind of happens to people. Um, It's like a really low percentage. Um, I don't remember the number. Okay. But basically your body like thinks it's allergic to the hormones, but it's obviously not an actual allergic reaction, but it's just like your body's just kind of freaking out, like, what is going on, and then it just shuts down, it just throws up, it's trying to get rid of what the heck is in your body. Wow. And so a lot of people who get really sick actually miscarry. Oh, wow. So not all people do, or even people who get super sick um, will have, when their children are born, they're low in weight, or they're sick in some way, and... Um, so I was very, very lucky that Zelly is super healthy, and she's actually really big. <laughs> oh, great. Um, yeah, so I was really worried about miscarrying, um, but yeah, so I don't, they don't quite know why, um, but that's basically what they tell people, at least. Okay, and then were you able to finish school, or what did that mean for for you in school? Um, no, I have not finished school yet. Um, I am planning on finishing. Um, I am in the middle of a few classes. I did my third trimester start again, um, and I lasted for about a month. Um, and then I started getting more sick again. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm in the middle of quite a few classes, and I was planning on after this baby is born, and he's not a newborn anymore to finish school, Um, but yeah, I'm actually, I don't know how to say this, I'm like actually pretty insecure that I haven't finished school yet. Um, That just sounds really bad, I don't know, Um, and not a lot of people in my family have actually gotten their four-year degrees and so they were really rooting for me when I was in college and when I got married so young I know a lot of them were worried and and then of course I got pregnant and dropped out and so yeah it's been hard yeah yeah that I that is that is hard and um just to offer you a little encouragement my husband right now is um he, so he didn't have a four-year degree before we got married. So, um, he's been doing like a five-year program. So he has, um, uh, one year left and then he'll have his, um, bachelor's degree as well. So you can do it. (laughs) That's uh, really good to know. I I think just everyone I know that I went to school with has their degree and then Mm. I couldn't finish. And I don't know, there's just something that really hits me personally about that. But um, yeah, I I know it'll be okay down the road. <laughs> yeah. I know I'll get there. Hmm. And the, the Lord's timing is like always better than our timing, even though yeah. like I know for myself, sometimes I don't see like, okay, why are we in this place right now? <laughs> yeah. But I, I know that like his timing is always better. And um yeah, sometimes it's hard to see it, like, when you're in the midst of it, though. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And I know, and I don't know, maybe down the road, maybe we'll have fertility problems. And so God wanted us to have our kids right away. Or, I don't know, um, who, he knows that what happens is, what actually happens is better. So, which is mind-boggling and you can get all philosophical about it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that because I think um, that that's so relatable in so many different ways. Like a lot of moms 
um, I'll speak for myself as well, um, after having their first baby are wondering like, am I ever going to be able to get back into this thing that I loved or finish this thing that I started? And, um, so I think whether it's school or maybe it's like a hobby or something that you were passionate uh, passionate about before having children and then needed to like take a break for a time. Um, yeah, I always try to remind myself like, okay, this is a season and then I'll be able to, um, get back into it if the, if the Lord wants me to. And I guess, um, maybe that's part of it as well. Like, does God want me to get back into, you know, whatever it was like, for example, I love to run. (laughs) And so before I got um, started having children, I would run marathons and I haven't been able to do that since then, since having kids. And so, um, I was like thinking, okay, I just want to, I want to be able to get back into that, but I also want to be able to have more kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't really run a marathon while you're pregnant with, you know, putting the baby at risk. So I'm like, you know, if God wants me to do it, great. Maybe I'll do that in the future. But, um, Mm -hmm. but maybe, yeah, maybe this is, maybe that was a season of my life. So it's just, um, I thank you for sharing that because I think that a lot of people are wrestling with similar things. Like I said, whether it's school or something else. So yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So then, um, as a new and young mom, um, especially, uh, still being in school. Well, first let me ask this. So after you had your baby then, did your, um, symptoms like headaches and getting sick go away or did it take some time for it to, to get better? The next morning it was all gone. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. I didn't throw up anymore once she was born and then my headaches went away the next day. Wow. It was so... Yeah, because I remember I was, the nurse came in and checked on me, and I actually stood up to talk to her, and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm standing, and I don't feel faint, and I'm talking to you, (laughs) and she was like, okay, she didn't know my story, Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like, no, this is a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh my goodness, wow. So, yeah. Okay, that's amazing. It was night and day, completely night and day. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So, so as a young, so, um, you were in school and then got married, had Zelly and I'm imagining like at this time you didn't have a lot of other friends who were married and had kids. Is it safe to say like most of your friends were like still single in college or did you? Yeah. Um, there, I think the summer after graduation is when the weddings started. Okay. And then the second summer was like really when most of our friends start, not most, but a lot of our friends started getting married. And, um, and so a couple of my college friends have babies now, um, but only a couple. So it's yeah. definitely still a unique thing that I'm married and a mom among mm-hmm. our friends at least among our close friends, but, um, yeah, though people are starting to get married and stuff. And so it's more normal now, but it took a couple years. So, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about that because I feel like there's this kind of awkward, can be this awkward transition to like marriage and motherhood where like for myself as well, like some of my friends are married and have kids, but a lot of them you know, are still single. And so Mm -hmm. your time, you know, you're in your vocation now (laughs) as like a wife and a mother. And so your time is just spent differently, obviously, and your priorities are different. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can almost be kind of um, like a lonely time as well. And kind of a, it's almost like you're grieving in some ways, (laughs) you know, a loss of a certain way of life for, a way of life that's different. It's not like a worse way of life. In fact, like for me, I can say it's like, I, I love my life now with my kids and my husband and I'm like so blessed, but it is different than what it was, uh, when I was single. So maybe can you tell us a little bit about your transition 
like into that life for you and and what it was like yeah so it's funny because after we had Zelly, we would have friends be like hey do you want to go eat somewhere tonight or and it would usually be like a bar and grill of some kind and yeah. it's and it, it was always places that were either too loud to bring a baby or just like not appropriate to bring a baby mm-hmm. and um and because I was exclusively nursing her I couldn't like leave her with a babysitter or anything and right. so that was hard um and it was also always at nighttime when um when you're a new mom you need to sleep yeah. <laughs> and yeah it wasn't until I was a mom that I like went to bed before 10 o'clock yeah <laughs> um, yeah but yeah so after Peter graduated, um, we moved out to um, the suburbs. So I grew up in St. Paul, right in the city. Um, mm-hmm. And so then we were out in the suburbs and I didn't know anyone. And our neighborhood doesn't really have any other um, young people, let alone parents. There's some parents, but their kids are in school. Um, Mm -hmm. so they're just in a totally different stage. Um, and I actually also didn't have my license yet, um, either. And so there was just so many different things. So it was super lonely. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It, It was a hard summer, um, because it was also, I don't know. I was afraid to take Zelly outside for walks because it was so hot. Because mm-hmm. um, it was summer. Because she was born in May. Um, yeah. So we saw my in-laws a lot. Um, Peter's parents actually live in the same city as us. Okay. Um, so we'd usually get dinner with them like once a week, maybe twice a week. Um, and then... Uh, the people, my social time was like when we went to mass on Sunday Hmm. Um, and I'm really extroverted and so it was hard so I was just like on Facebook a lot to be social Mm -hmm. (laughs) with people Um, yeah and then uh, eventually I made the Facebook group uh, Young and Wild but I don't know if you want to talk about that yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome because, um, so I know, yeah, I'll just say for myself, I was really blessed when I had my daughter that there were, um, young couples around us who also had like kids around the same age. And there were other young moms that I could, uh, relate to, or that would be able to come over for coffee or I could go over mm-hmm. for coffee <laughs> and we were just like not too far from each other. We were in the same apartment, which was like a, a blessing to be able to um, have that community. But I know for a lot of young moms, there isn't that community. So um, you started this uh, Facebook group called, uh, you mentioned Young and Wild Catholic Mamas. So mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, just go from there. I'd love to hear all about it and how that came to be and what it is. Yeah. So, okay. So I am... I should backtrack a little bit. I'm really involved in the Blessed Is She group. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. On Facebook, I'm in the Midwest region one. um, And Blessed Is She sends out uh, daily devotionals. um, And um, so that's how I met a few people in our area. um, And they do this thing where you can host a brunch. um, And so I hosted one. And that's where I met um, my friend Hannah, actually. Um, She lives like 30 minutes south of us, um, but she came for a play date once, and um, her son is a couple months younger than Zelly, and and she's also my age. And actually, fun fact, she got married the exact same day as us. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So That's fun. So we were just talking about motherhood and how lonely it is. And she lives in a small town, so it's, like, really lonely for her, too. And I said, like, I think I need to make a Facebook group. And I asked if she would do it with me. And 
Um, then I just got really excited and had all of these ideas. And um, that evening, I just started it. And mm. I posted it in, like, every single other Facebook group I was in um, that are um, Catholic. So I'm in quite a few Catholic mom groups. And then there's the Blessed Is She group. And, um, there's an NFP group. And so I posted in all of them and I said, I just made a group for young Catholic moms. And then literally the next day we had 200 members. Wow. And it just exploded. Um, so, so I think like what, sets this group apart from like the other groups that you're in and the other groups that are out there is this group is specifically for young moms and um so I think there is like you you touched on a need like there's such a need for young moms to have like fellowship and community and people to discuss things with who are in the same like life state so um yeah, I love that you did this. And then within this group, you have smaller groups as well. Is that right? Yep. Yep, we do. And um, those those are just like based on like ages and how many kids you have, just so you have like a smaller group to kind of chat Yeah, with. so there's a closer age range and then your kids are the same age. Um, at least your oldest kids are the same age. Um, yeah, we have... I don't remember how many we have. I think we have like six groups or something like that. And a couple of them are extremely active. And a couple of them are less so. But if someone has a question to ask moms but doesn't want to ask the big group, um, they will post in the smaller groups. And then it'll be like a less um, intimidating to have a conversation about, mm. I don't know, um, you know, a personal question about motherhood or life and yeah um, so those have been great I'm really glad I made the smaller groups Um, I love I love that because I see the benefit I've seen the benefit in my own life of being a part of either a bible study or like a sisterhood or like a smaller group of just like intentional women Mm -hmm. like you know less than 10 people or something where you come together regularly and can just like connect and um and be able to share uh, your life and ask questions, like you said, in an intimate setting. So I yeah. just see um, the benefit to that, to have like a virtual small group is is yeah. great. There's one group in particular where they regularly make live videos and will just talk to each other about their day, about their life, about, I, I don't watch them all, um, but, and they'll come up with themes and um like there was this one I don't know series they did the way they talked about their wedding ring or they talked about like what their cleaning system is for the home or I love that um different date night ideas I don't know um so that's really cool that group is super super close I really hope they all are able to reunite or to unite one day um yeah that's one of my favorite groups it's super great that's awesome. So, so the members of uh, the larger Young and Wild group, mm-hmm. um, and you know everyone in the small groups as well is everyone's across the country. Is that right? Throughout the U.S. Yeah, we're mostly Americans. Um, okay. We have one of our admins is actually from Italy, okay. um, and well, she's actually I believe from Spain, but she lives in Italy. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And then we have some in Australia and Europe, and we have quite a few military families that are in Europe right now. Um, and then we have a bunch of Canadians as well. So, wow, that's yeah, great. But it's mostly the U.S. Um, that's great. I love that. And I, my, um, I love what you said about the military families too, because my dad was in the military growing up. Oh. And so having like moved around and, you know, it's really like starting over and making friends every new place you go. Um, yeah. Or for anyone that has like a spouse that you move around a lot because of their job or your job, mm-hmm. um, to have something consistent like that, um, even when you move, that's that must be such a blessing. That Yeah. A lot of people have told me or have said in the group, like, this place, this group is like what keeps me sane. You guys are my family or my community, and 
Like, I always know I have you guys, even at two in the morning when you're nursing and, or the baby just won't go to sleep or, or you have pregnancy insomnia or, yeah. <laughs> um, or yeah, just any of those things. Um, mm. it's, it's such a great group. Um, yeah. I love that. And so if people are interested, they can actually, can they just request to join this group or how does yeah, that work? They request to join the group. They answer a couple of questions. I think it's, uh, how old you are, how old your kids are, and then like why you want to be in the group. And it's just to like keep the group, you know, young moms. And also I ask about the kids so that um, it keeps like spammers and stuff out. Um, and then, yeah, so you just join the group and you can search like almost anything I feel like and you will find it so (laughs) yeah I love that and I love that it's not only a resource for um motherhood like questions that you have about um, motherhood or marriage but also just our faith life and our our journey with Christ and what that looks like for other moms and I mean people ask questions in that group and you know, there's so many responses about, you know, what works for people in terms of prayer or, um, yeah, it just, I, I love that, that aspect as well, that there's, there's just a wealth of information in in this group. So it really is. Yeah. I I quite regularly, um, someone will say like, how do you get your prayer time in as a mom? And which I am encouraged by because I also struggle with it. Like when I was in college, my junior year, I was a peer minister for campus ministry. Mm -hmm. And I prayed like at least a half hour every day where I just like sat down with my Bible and journal and prayed. And you just can't. Well, I just can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, haven't quite found a good system for me yet usually during nap time I will take some quiet time to myself but I haven't been able to get back into journaling or reading yet but I am still taking time yeah it's so funny you should say that because journaling that's been a thing that's kind of gone out the window for me too (laughs) since becoming a mom is like okay so my prayer life looks different now and something that was a big part of my prayer life before I had kids was journaling. And now I just really don't journal much anymore. Um, that's same. been like exactly a, the same. Yeah. It's been like a theme in, um, I mean, almost every interview I've had is, um, you know, that struggle and like trying to find the method that works for you and your family life and, yeah, your work life with when do I pray and, and what does that prayer time look for me? Yeah, and, a lot um, of, oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that's been such an encouragement to me that it looks different for everyone and um, it's not a one size fits all. Yeah, a lot of moms will wake up early in the morning and do it. A lot of people will wait till their kids are in bed or during nap time and some will even, when their husband gets home from work, will go to the Adoration Chapel um, or just to a park or I don't know, anywhere. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's cool seeing everyone's system is different. And a a lot of people say, I pray actually while doing the dishes or Mm. I will pray, uh, I don't know, and our father while, um, changing my kid's diaper. Um, Mm. or I actually say Hail Mary's while I'm brushing my teeth. Um, I say a Hail Mary for each side, like top, right, top, left, bottom, right, bottom. Um, <laughs> I love so, that. Then you have yeah. extra clean teeth, too. <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm thinking for moms who are listening to this who maybe are in um, a similar uh, boat, either to what you're in now or to like maybe even the early stages of your marriage and um, having uh, your daughter, Zelly, and who are just like in that place where maybe they're feeling loneliness or even maybe before that, like having a rough pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, could you, what would you say to moms who are just in that place right now? Gosh, 
I, yeah, I just, I also know moms who are just in it right now too. Yeah. I don't know anyone that's like super sick. I guess I know a couple. Um, not as sick as I was, but, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely know a bunch of moms who like are throwing up every day. Um, gosh, it was so hard. Um, I mean, I want to say hang in there, but you don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow, that's a really good question. Um, And, you know, I can imagine, let me just say, first of all, that already this is probably an encouragement. Like, it does end eventually. Yeah, (laughs) I was about to say something like that. Yeah. Every stage really does end eventually. Um, it may not be tomorrow or even next week, but it will end. Like when Zelly wasn't sleeping through the night, she didn't until she was one. Um, and I sometimes thought I was going to die from not sleeping enough. Mm. Um, or like breastfeeding too. Um, I was just like, towards the end, I was just pretty much done and I knew it was my time to stop and um and I felt like I was I was like I'm gonna be a pacifier forever and um (laughs) but but that ended and um and I went to the store yesterday and I didn't have to worry about Zelly being hungry and having to go back because she can eat food and Mm -hmm. um yeah every stage does end eventually um so I guess that's what I would say yeah I would also probably make a face that's kind of sad but (laughs) 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 but also like sympathetic (laughs) yeah oh yeah I um I just feel like this is gonna be so great for people to hear it because I think sometimes we think about like motherhood with rose-colored glasses or when we put ourselves out there on social media like I know that all the pictures that I share on social media are my kids like smiling and laughing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm like smiling and laughing and having a great time but the reality is like there are tough parts of every stage of motherhood and um so I think it's going to be refreshing for people to hear like oh my gosh like Ryan had a really tough pregnancy and like she didn't sleep through the night either when her yeah. daughter was born and she felt the same way about nursing that I feel and so I just um I think a lot of people can relate to that but there's uh, people don't put that out there like we do, we're we don't share it because we tend yeah. to share you know what's what's going well and not necessarily what our struggles are so yeah a lot of people don't share but like people don't post pictures of their kids crying or things like that (laughs) though there are a bunch of mom bloggers I follow on Instagram that will talk about the trenches a little bit more Mm. and I really like reading those it's almost like a micro blog their intro their Instagram accounts Mm. um so I went to a Catholic women blogging conference actually this spring and um, was able to meet so many of them. And it was just so cool. And even though my little personal blog is just tiny and honestly for family and friends to read to catch up on <laughs> just our family, um, I just loved that all these people came together to just write mm-hmm. and um, and witness and yeah it's just super cool. That's great. I love that. And I think, um, I'll definitely link, link to your blog and maybe you can share um, some of your favorites as well. So people could go and check it out or their Instagram accounts or something. So people can go. Oh, definitely. Um, here's a little funny thing about Instagram. I didn't get an Instagram account until, um, I started this podcast and I know like a lot of you, moms that are listening are like into Instagram like that is the thing and I'm like really struggling I don't exactly know like the best way to use it yet so so maybe if you're listening you can just offer me some tips or something (laughs) because I don't know what what do you share Ryan do you have an Instagram and like what kind of things do you share I do I um 
when Zelly was born, I would just post like newborn photos all the time. And then as she got older, I like kind of had this like heart attack about my daughter's privacy and oh <laughs> um, yeah posting a little bit less I do still post pictures of her and stuff mm-hmm. um so but um I have been quite a bit less and also since getting pregnant with um our son I've just been on well I just haven't been posting as much but sure. I'm always on Instagram stories um like are stories videos I feel embarrassed. They don't have to be videos. Okay. They don't have to be videos, but they can be. And they often are. Um, But I learned with Instagram that the less people I follow, the more connected I can feel. Hmm, Interesting. It sounds like if I followed more people, I'd be more connected. But um, I just realized one day, I was like, I don't need to see all of these things. I can just see the people that I like truly know and care about and sure and I'll still follow people's like Etsy shops and stuff and podcast um you're not the only podcast I follow on Instagram um so that's how I'll know there's a new episode sometimes and stuff oh, okay awesome but uh what what other podcasts do you listening listen to because I know um I have a feeling that other women that listen to this love podcast as well like you and I so so what are some of your favorites well, diapers and disciples. Um, <laughs> I paid her um, to say that. Just kidding. Of and then, and then um, I actually listen to a ton of mom podcasts. So I listen to Mom Struggling Well. Um, okay. She's hilarious. And then I is that a Christian to, podcast or she is Christian? Yeah. Okay. And then Coffee and Crumbs. They're the it's a couple women for that one, and they're also Christian. Um, and they don't specifically like talk about Christianity. Mom struggling well does, um, but coffee and crumbs will just like mention God or I don't know, his plan or different things like that. Um, in it briefly. Um, and then I actually listened to a couple podcasts that are more about like intentional living. So one's called the simple show and one is called slow home. Oh, okay. The Simple Show is my absolute favorite podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> I've been listening I to it for that. so long. Yeah, and I I really love it a lot. Um, it's helped me just like make more mindful decisions about how I live. Um, and same with the podcast Slow Home. Um, and who's the host for that podcast? I don't for Slow Home. Oh my gosh, what's her name? Oh, I can't remember. Um, is she one of uh, she's from Tish's... Australia? Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I Tish think has a Tish co-host. Interviewed her. Oh, okay. I think that's and Tish how is I the host of it. the Simple Show. That's why. Yeah, I Tish yeah. is. Because okay. I heard of the Simple Show from Fountains of Carrots podcast, and I found out about Fountains of Carrots from following Haley Stewart's blog, Carrots for Micklemas. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Haley is one of Tish's co-hosts, and so they talk about mm-hmm. books, which is awesome. I love listening to those. Yeah, there's books, and then they talk about, like, f- food a lot, or not, I don't know, like, eating locally, or making ethical decisions, or mm-hmm. different things. And like they talk that. about travel, and... Oh, lots of travel, yeah, mm-hmm. that too. Home life, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Really I'll link great. to all these in the show notes, especially I think someone told me that International Podcast Day is coming up. So maybe oh. this will be released around then <laughs> and we can link to all those for people to yeah. go ahead and that, check them out. I am such a podcast nut. Um, I listen to them during nap time, actually. Um, awesome. I I love that. I love that they're you're able to do listen to them like in the car or while you're you know, doing dishes, dishes or folding or... laundry or yeah, it's, it's awesome. Or on a run or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So cool. Uh, well, Ryan, what would you say is your favorite part of your home and why? Okay. So I was thinking about this and my first thought was my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then I like thought about it and, um, So it's not like a specific room, but I love uh, the decorations in our home. Mm. Um, We have lots of plants. um, And then we also have lots of art in our home that 
was either given to us as a wedding gift or I have just acquired throughout the years. And um, yeah, like someone actually uh, drew a picture of the church we got married in for us. Oh, beautiful. Um, we have, you know, crosses and um, I'm just like looking around right now. Um, <laughs> we have a, I have a picture of uh, JP2 on our bookshelf um, and yeah, I have, I really like to decorate um, and make things beautiful, even if it's mm -hmm. just like a simple thing. Um, but you know, a plant can make a huge difference in a home or mm -hmm. something hung up on the wall. Um, yeah, so I think that's the favorite part of our home is making it beautiful. I love that. That's great. Um, and what is something that you're loving recently? So I was going to say podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, I just, it actually, when you're lonely as a mom, uh, when I discovered podcasts, I realized it helped me um, not feel as alone because when you're listening to a baby all day or a one-year-old in mm. my case now all day you feel like you're gonna lose your mind sometimes and <laughs> yeah um and so I was actually able to like hear adults talking about important things mm. and um even though I'm not in school right now I felt like I was thinking about important things or taking part in important things um mm. so yeah so podcast and I was also gonna say um, I've really been, um, loving, uh, Peter and I have been trying to be really mindful about food. Um, so I did a whole 30 in January, um, and that was really helpful. Um, and Peter's doing this thing right now where he's not having any grains or sugar. It's really crazy. I would never give up all my grains. Um, <laughs> Can but, you have some grains on Whole30 or is yeah. that just... Okay. Oh yeah, I ate so much rice on it. Um, uh, okay. And oatmeal and I'm trying to think of what else. You know, quinoa and stuff like that. Oh sure, um, okay. But Peter's not doing any of those things and he's been doing it for about a month now and he's wow. still going and he has, um, I don't think he's like actually lost weight, but he has like reproportioned hmm. um, and then his mood has changed a lot and then um, he's actually been less tired when he comes home. Like when he comes home, he's actually like perky. Interesting. And yeah. So, um, so we've been trying to eat less processed food and try and do stuff that's local, which can be really hard mm -hmm. um, to do sometimes. There's a co-op near us, so that's where we get not all of our food, but a lot of our food. Um, and things that are like ethical, so like cage-free eggs or... Um, but then we also buy things that are on sale. So like in the produce section at the store, which is where we do a lot of our shopping. We, I only get things that are on sale. Otherwise it will, um, be, get really expensive really quickly. Right. And so like, it actually makes a difference to eat foods that are in season because they taste better and they're also on sale because there is an abundance of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when we get meat at the store, I just buy what's on sale. So if pork chops are on sale, awesome. And next week, chicken breasts are. And then the next week, ground beef is. And um, so, yeah, I've been just, like, learning a lot about food hmm. in the last, I don't know, year. Well, not full year, but um, it's just been really cool. And I feel better. And, hmm. yeah, that's just, it's just been really cool. And Peter has been cooking more. And it's actually been great. Um, cause I'm not cooking as much and the food he's making is really good. Oh, awesome. So is, is that something that he loves to do? And, um, is it something for you just with like the craziness now of another pregnancy and that he's kind of stepped into that? Or is that something that he's always just loved to do? A little bit of both. Um, okay. so when I wasn't pregnant, I was doing most of the meals. Um, but since getting sick, uh, he, um, did start cooking a lot more. 
Um, and then for my birthday in August, he got me an instant pot. So oh, fun. Um, I've been um, cooking with that probably once a week. Um, and then we also make food, make meals, like we make twice as much so that we have leftovers. That's great. Um, so we usually eat that meal two days in a row. Um, and then it's already done. And yeah. And since because of his new diet, he and he's been actually having energy when he gets home, he's like excited to cook. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, it has been really cool. That's great. Maybe I can link to some of your favorite insta- instant pot recipes or just recipes in general that you guys have been liking. That way people oh, can gosh. check those out yeah. too. I think I have a couple on Pinterest that I can give you. Awesome. Um, That'd be great. I heard, can you like boil an egg in three minutes or something? I don't have an instant I've never pot, done but... it, but I believe it. Um, okay. <laughs> I, can, I can do frozen chicken breasts in like 10, 15 minutes. That's awesome. (laughs) Completely frozen. So that's so great because there's so many times when it's like mid afternoon and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to take stuff out of the freezer. And yeah. 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 I've been there. That's actually partially why I wanted an instant pot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I mainly cook meat in there and then I also make stir fry and do other veggies and stuff like I like to do sweet potatoes in there actually oh okay Um, and um I guess other potatoes and I'm trying to think of what else I do I steam lots of veggies in it and stuff it just makes things super quick and then you don't have to you can just put it in there and then you can go away and you don't have to like hover over the stove and because I can't stand for very long it's actually been a huge lifesaver sure yeah that Um, makes sense yeah that's awesome. Great. Um, and then my last question, do you have any mom hacks to share? Yeah. Um, so we have had multiple diaper bags. Like there's been the classic diaper bag. We had an insert for a while and I really liked it, but it just wasn't quite working. And then I saw online someone have little bags in their bag. Um, so we have a bag with diapers, wipes, and extra clothes in it. And we have a bag, um, a little, I have a zip pouch that has my keys, phone, wallet, rosary, checkbook, pen, and pencil. Hmm. Um, and then, um, and I actually need to get another bag for just like snacks so that granola bars and, you know, goldfish or different things like that. Um. And having the bags in the bag have been helping a lot because then you just open up your bag and you know exactly where to go. Um, Interesting. And I'm not yeah. digging. And um, and then you can put those into a nice purse or a tote or um, you can like transfer that super easily um, to different bags. So if you're going to a wedding, you can still have like, you can still look decent and not have a yeah. diaper bag. Um, interesting I okay I love this because I um so the diaper bag thing didn't really work for me I I tried that for a while but um it just got to be too chaotic because there were so many pockets and I like didn't know where I put certain things and then I just throw everything in (laughs) so it wasn't organized to the bottom and yes yes (laughs) and um the snacks, they always sink to the bottom. And then it's yeah. like, I thought I had a snack in here somewhere. And it's like a mushy banana at the bottom yeah, or something. They always get crumbled up and I'm like, I'm sorry. And yeah. <laughs> so I've switched to an insert in my current purse, which I love. But I love this idea of like multiple bags in a bag because sometimes I don't want to search through my insert to find out, okay, what pocket did I put the snacks in? Yeah. So it's nice. You just have a snack bag, just a diaper bag, just and a... I just found like a cheap insert on Amazon. So I'm sure there are better inserts. Um, I'm curious to see what one you have. Um, I, yeah, I don't know the name of mine. So mine is actually a, um, insert that my mom got. It was like a freebie from Hallmark for like, Oh, funny. Yeah. So she got it as a freebie and wasn't using it so that's what I'm using so I should see if it's like a brand name I'm not sure what it is it's always the random things that work the best and then you never know where to find it yes Um, that's right (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's funny yeah um 
mom hack. Okay, so there's that. And then I was just going to say one other really small thing that I've been doing. Yes, yeah. I've been singing the Salve Regina to Zelly before both nap time and bedtime. Mm-hmm. And she just knows that it's bedtime oh. or time to sleep. So we just sit in the chair in her room. Um, she has her nook and her teddy bear. And. I just sing the song and she can even be wiggling and looking around and not paying attention, but I'm still singing the song and she has to stay on my lap and then I lay her down after and she doesn't complain. Like the first week she would cry for, I don't know, not even five minutes, not even one minute. Um, But now she just knows Hmm. that that's what it, that's what this is for. Um, and then I'm singing this song and it's praying at the same time. And I love that. Um, so yeah, that actually has been super great. Like bedtime I know can be like the worst and this has helped me tremendously. Hmm. I love that. That's great. Cause there's the consistency of it. She knows it's like part of the routine and then it's like you're praying over her as you're putting her to bed. I just yeah. love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. So, and then I, me or Peter can do it. Yeah, that's right. So that's great. I um, just have a quick side note about singing my uh, daughter, Lucy. We were out on the swings the other day and um, she fell off the swing and she was crying and crying. And Mm -hmm. I, I picked her up and she kept saying like, I thought she was saying, swing, swing, swing. And I was like, I know, I'm sorry you fell off the swing. And she's like, no, swing. But she was actually oh, saying, sing. sing. She oh. wanted me to sing to her. So um, oh. I did end up singing like Holy is His Name, which is another Marian oh, yeah. song. And she like calmed down almost immediately. <laughs> and it was so, so sweet. So there's something like so soothing about hearing your mom or your dad's voice being, yeah. you know, singing you to sleep. Yeah. Or, my mom used to sing to me as a kid and I loved it and have fond memories of it too um so it's yeah singing is it's I know it's not for everybody but I I was in choirs in high school and college and it's um I don't know there's something very prayerful about it even if it's Mm -hmm. a song that has nothing to do with Jesus um yeah hmm I love that. Yeah. And, um, I like don't have much of a voice <laughs> at all or much of, I don't have really any vocal experience with singing, but I love that like my daughter and my son are like, okay with my voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? They and just love that it's mom singing. So yeah. Yeah. Great. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. It's been such a joy talking to you and thank you for your vulnerability because I know that's going to be uh, a breath of fresh air and an encouragement for a lot of moms listening. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I am very glad to be on here with you. So thank you. I'll go ahead and close this in a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for, um, the great gifts that you've given us in in our families and our children. I pray, Lord, that um, in whatever rough patches of stages of life we're going through right now, that um, you would bring us peace, Lord, and you would help us to know you in those times and to know that um, that each season is just that, a season, and to really be able to um, soak in the joys of that time and, um, to trust in you in the hardships. Lord, I pray for, uh, in a particular way for those women who are struggling in pregnancies and in the early stages of motherhood, um, those women who are experiencing loneliness, Lord, that they can know you and that they can find, um, community and a support system and fellowship And Jesus, we love you, and we pray all of this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening in. I loved this chat with Ryan. She is so gifted with connecting with people through her authenticity and vulnerability. 
If you want to check out the Young and Wild group on Facebook, I've included a link to that as well as links to everything from today's chat in the show notes. And I also just wanted to mention again that if you're interested in connecting with me and other listeners from the show for weekly check-ins through a Facebook small group, I'll have that link up as well. Friends, let's reach out to another mama this week who could use some encouragement. Maybe there's a new mom that could use a coffee date or a mom with lots of kids who would love a play date invite. Let's celebrate motherhood this week with other moms in the trenches. And I also wanted to give a quick thank you to you military families. We just celebrated Veterans Day this weekend, and I'm so grateful for those who have served our country here in the U.S. and abroad, and the sacrifices their families make as well. Until next time, you all are in my prayers. God bless.